Mama, hello, I'm back. <laughs> you probably never knew I left, but this is my first episode coming back from a little break after having baby and I'm not fully back. I'm not like engaging. I haven't answered my emails or Instagram yet. I haven't even looked at my Instagram. So if you've messaged me, please forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> but I have run out of my pre-recorded episodes, all that you've been hearing before baby came. So I had to hop back on here and just trying to keep the train rolling and um, be as consistent as I can until I fully dive back in. So uh, it feels weird to like get back on the bike. I think I know what I'm doing. A little shaky, <laughs> but I am... I am excited to be back. I've been taking notes all through this time. Um, I don't know how long it was, like two months, three months. I don't know. I should look back. Um, and I've been taking notes about just things God has been speaking to me or realizations I've had that I want to share with you. And so I am excited to dive back in and share all of that with you. And yeah, just keep going and see what God has for Morning Mama in 2023. Because, ah, here we are. It's almost the new year and I can't not believe it. That's uh, mostly what we're going to talk about today is how to kind of prepare for this transition, this new year that's coming. And I will share with you what things have been like over the past few months and um, how, you know, all those things I said, God has been speaking to me, share about my birth and just everything. But today with the new year coming up, I wanted to, or I guess by the time you listen to this, it will just have passed us. I think January 1, January 2 is on Monday. So that's when this is coming out. So you're here. Welcome to the brand new year. It's 2023. What is happening? Congratulations. You made it. New Year's is probably my favorite holiday um, in the weirdest way, not because of New Year's Eve or anything, but just because of the newness, the fresh start, the, the hope for something different, the hope for change. I love that. I love that feeling. I love uh, spending time reflecting and setting goals and visions for the new year. And so I would love to help you do that a little bit this year. And so today we're just going to kind of dive into what it looks like to review your last year, review 2022. And I'm going to share what my review of the last year looks like and places that I did great, places I didn't do as well as I'd hoped. And I hope that it'll encourage you to do the same uh, looking at your last year. So um, let's dive in. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Okay, mom, I'm so excited to dive in. This year, New Year's feels especially good because 2022 really as a whole and especially the end has just been bonkers. Nothing has been normal, right? We had a big move. We welcomed a new baby, you know, and then the holidays came, which are usually I love them and it's amazing. And I did love them. It was, it was great, but I just am ready for normal. And so New Year's feels like this year, especially this beautiful, fresh start where I can 
just restart everything, figure out this, this new, this new life going forward. Cause for us, literally it is a new life. Everything major has changed. And so we're trying to figure out what that looks like. What does it look like to be in our new house? What does it look like to have a third child? Great question. Lots of things still to figure out with that, but I'm slowly figuring it out. And, and this new, this passing into this new year just feels like this momentous moment where it's like, ah, I can breathe again. We're, we're, we're starting over. We're starting fresh. Um, and so I hope you have that feeling too, as we go into a new year, you know, no matter where you're at, as you review your last year, whether you feel like you failed everything and you made no progress, um, that's first of all, is just not true. Like you are alive. You, uh, most likely if you're listening to listening to this, kept some humans alive. Like you are pushing forward and you learned so much from whatever it is that you've walked through, whether you realize it or not. And, and even if you haven't sat and, and really kind of gleaned the knowledge and wisdom that can come from any hardship that we walk through, it's still there waiting for you. So when you take that time to reflect and dive in and ask God to reveal to you the fruit that came out of that hard season, he will reveal it. And so even if you don't know what that fruit is right now, it's sitting there waiting for you to find. And, and maybe it's already present and active in you and you just don't know, you don't recognize it. Maybe it's something that you, um, when you reflect, you're going to then find that fruit and be able to take hold of that. But either way, the last year, regardless of what happened is not a fail. It is a learning experience and you are amazing for getting through it. So, you know, when we sit and review, it can help us with so many things It um, you know, can help us just realize where we've grown um, it can help us realize what we've learned. We can see what we've overcome. Uh, that was true for me this year. Just as I looked, I was like, oh, wow, that was a whole year of hard. I didn't even realize it just didn't stop. It was just all hard. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, but that's one of the reasons we have to sit and review. Um, and then we also, as we do this, we can find out what areas of our life need more focus. And again, we never do this with shame. We never do this saying we're not good enough. I need to fix this. I'm, I, I need to be perfect. Like that's not at all what we're doing for the rest of our lives on this earth. There will always be room for growth. There will always be ways that we can just get closer to God, that we can get healthier, that we can become more like Jesus. And so that will never stop. And so we don't have to have any regret or shame when we review and we even look to these areas of lack. It's just this indication of, oh, that's where this next year I need to focus. And so I want you to make sure you have that mindset as you go in to review. And I want you, as you do this, so first of all, get out a pen and paper so you can write down the, the, the questions you're going to need to answer as you review your year. So after you do that, the first question I have for you is where were you when the new year began? So last year, 2022, if you're listening to this live time, you can do this for any year though. Um, where were you when the new year began? What were you doing? Paint a, paint a picture. What were you like? What was going on in your world? What were your relationships like? What was your house like? Um, you know, go into every category of this 
and I'm not sure if I'm going to get into it as much this year, um, but if you go back to episodes, episode 62, I think it was, um, that was from last year's review. And I kind of went into all the different uh, categories you can kind of assess yourself in, you know, spiritually, in your marriage, with your parenting, with yourself, your home, all of these things that you want to kind of touch on. So if you need some categories to kind of go through more specifically, go check out those episodes, I think 62 and 63, I think. Um, and you can kind of get some more idea, like what, what kind of areas you need to be looking for if you're not sure what to look for. So, um, yeah, so that's where you want to start. So I'm just going to do this live time with you. That's the first question. And so for me, where I was, I was the very beginning of the year, I was working on building the morning mama Academy, which yes, for all those of you on the wait list, it's, going to be happening at some point. I don't know. There's, I have a ton of ideas for revamping it and I'm just, I need to pray more and kind of uh, get our schedule a little more solid as well. But, um, also just figure out what it's going to look like. Am I, when am I going to revamp it? How much am I going to revamp it? And so all that to say, I will keep you updated. No updates yet. I'm sorry. I don't have any dates for you, but I will keep you updated. But beginning of last year, that was what I was doing. I was, it was about to launch the first round of the Academy. And so I was just head underwater with that stuff, which was so overwhelming, so exciting. Like I love building content and being creative and trying to, um, just build systems or a way for you to walk out, um, hope and purpose and freedom. And so it was so much fun, but it was just a lot. And so I was head underwater with that. Um, and I all, and I was also trying to get you guys to join, which was like the first time I'd ever done something like that, which felt really scary and really vulnerable. And, um, like praise God that some people signed up because <laughs> it was a little, I was a little worried, but you did. And it was amazing. And then we've just grown since then, which has been incredible. So, um, that. And then uh, when the new year started, I was just about to have my first in-person speaking engagement as well, which was absolutely terrifying to me. Um, this whole world of speaking, podcasting, all that is like very anti who I am. I mean, clearly like God had this as a purpose in my life. Um, but it doesn't really go with my personality. I, I like to be more private. I like to be behind the scenes. I like to, um, you know, not even like on social media, I don't even like to share as you, most of you have probably noticed. <laughs> so this, I, it all is terrifying. Any type of stage or yeah, it's scary. Podcasting's a little easier because I can sit in my closet, which I'm doing right now. And I can just talk and, uh, you know, I can't see you looking at me. <laughs> so it helps. But all that to say, it was just, uh, just this moment of big vulnerability, this, this really big deal. I didn't want to disappoint anyone or let anyone down. I wanted to, you know, really like be all that God had for me to be. I wanted to just impact that audience. And so it felt like a very heavy thing. Um, I also just in so many other little ways was just about to enter this crazy season of stretching. So, um, one of my, uh, my, one of my pastor's good friends, um, told us she, she came and visited our connect group before, and she's she used to be a pastor of a big church and she just has so much wisdom to share. She's so amazing. Every time I get to hear from her, um, pastor Holly Wagner, for any of you that know her, um, she puts on the, she rises conference and it's just, she's amazing. Anyways, she was sharing about how God will bring us through these seasons of stretching. And it's like, he's, it's like, he's expanding 
um, our capacity. It's like a rubber band and he's going to pull and stretch and it's going to feel like we have nothing left, but it's going to feel like we're not going to be able to do it, but it's just this season of stretching. And she told this story about, uh, I can't remember all the details of it, but she, she said she was in the shower and like in a, a few minutes or after she got out, she had to go preach and she also had to get her book in that day. And she had, um, this other big, like huge thing to like figure out that week. And, you know, just these crazy things that felt like they were going to take her down. Um, but she got through it. And she learned in that season to have a higher capacity for pressure and a higher capacity to, to take on things. And this, this season that when I begin the year is very much what that was for me. And now, um, you know, some of them were bigger things like the Academy and the speaking engagement, but a lot of them were just like capacity issues, pressure issues. Um, I was helping throw my friend a baby shower, which is, you know, there's just a lot of work involved in that, a lot of time. Um, and then there was a group retreat. I was planning for the connect group that I lead. And so I had to, someone was helping me plan it, but there was still a lot to do for that. And then, um, I also shortly after that went on a conference with my church. So that's just, you know, going out of town, figuring out things for the kids, leaving for a while, being in a different place, completely disconnected from everything, right? It just, it just all stacks up. My church was about to launch connect groups, which I'm the connect group director. So a lot of pressure was on me to make sure it all went well. And you know, all of these things, right? And then right after that, I got pregnant and you know, there's first trimester and you know, it was, it wasn't a, terrible pregnancy by any means, but there's just things that come with that, right? Just more fatigue. Um, didn't feel a hundred percent, even though God was so faithful to, you know, sustain me. And it wasn't, it wasn't horrific by any means, but all these things just added up and it was such an intense season of pressure. And as I reflected on the year, I realized that season of pressure never really stopped. Um, there was, right in the middle of the year, uh, my husband and I went on a, uh, anniversary trip to Hawaii, which was so beautiful and amazing. And obviously there's some reprieve there, even though I was pregnant, so not full reprieve, but you know, we're on an amazing vacation. And so we had a moment to breathe, but right after that, literally the day we got back is when we found the house and everything from there started rolling again. It's at hyper speed, right? Um, all of these things, that I had to continue to carry the, the next connect group season was launching and uh, the next Academy was launching and trying to figure out how to, uh, pack up the house and renovate the new house. And you know, uh, all these little things, right? Nothing, nothing huge, nothing like that could take me down, but all of it stacked up. And so the, the whole year was like that. Um, and, and then it go- went into, you know, October, we finally got to move in and then it was all these holidays, right? Which is so silly. But when you're in a season of high pressure and like, feel like you have no time and no capacity for extra energy, every little thing feels like it's going to cripple you. It's like, it feels like Halloween is going to be the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Like how do we get costumes for these children? Uh, silly little things, right? And so and it was Halloween and then the baby came and then it was Thanksgiving and then it was my daughter's birthday and then it was Christmas. And again, things I usually love and I did love them, but it just added on to the pressure. And so looking back, I'm like, oh, wow, 
This whole last year was a season of expansion, that God was expanding my capacity to handle pressure and to do more things and to really prepare me for his work that he has for me in his kingdom. And so I'm going to share a little bit with you um, in the coming weeks and months about what that has done and how that's prepared me for this current season of having a newborn, having three children, figuring this out. Um, But I look back where the year started and that is where it was for me. And it never really kind of let up from there. So take some time. Where did your year start? What did it look like? Where were you? Who were you? What were you doing? All of the details, make sure you map it out um, and just really spend some time reflecting on that question and make sure you're doing all of this with the Holy Spirit. Just invite God to, um, into this time with you, uh, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal and highlight anything that he wants you to see in all of this, anything that he wants you to focus on, anything that you might've missed, um, on your own. And he will, he will lead and guide you. Okay. After you spend some time doing that, the next question I want you to answer is what did you do well? And I want you to list all of the things, every little thing, it doesn't matter how big, how little, like if you threw a birthday party successfully, meaning there was cake and a child there, that's, that's all that really matters to them most of the time. If you did that, that is an accomplishment, right? If you managed to keep your kitchen clean for a week straight, that is an accomplishment. Like it doesn't matter how big, how small, maybe you have some bigger ones on there, right? Maybe you had a child as well. Maybe you moved, maybe you published a book. Maybe you got a new job. Who knows? Maybe you rocked at your marriage. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. List everything you overcame or accomplished this year. Um, it could be, you went back to church for the first time in a long time. Maybe it means you finally figured out how to not have laundry pile up on you. That is a problem we are currently in. I'm trying to figure out a new system for our new life. Still in process. I have some ideas. I'll keep you posted on what we discover. My old system does not work for our new phase of life. So we are, we are in process there. Um, okay. So, so spend some time doing that. Like, don't be shy to, to really like be proud of yourself here. Let God speak to you too. Let him kind of, uh, Holy Spirit, just, just whisper in your ear, like, Hey, you did this. You did this daughter. Wow. Look at this. Um, and just really go into every category again of your life, marriage, parenting, home, uh, work, uh, friendships, all the things. Okay. So for me, when I reviewed my year, um, here are the things that stood out to me. So, um, this was one from last year, but it it continued this year again is time with God remained consistent and great most of the year. Now I feel like there was at some point I, I felt a little bit spiritually dry. It was hard for me to focus. It was hard for me to really hear from God. Um, and that was kind of a battle for probably the second half of the year. However, I showed up every morning. I showed up even when I was like, I haven't gotten anything out of this in days, which I really, uh, God is there. So I think it was a distraction problem. Um, and I'm, I'm sure there's much to it. Maybe I'll unpack it for you another time, but all that to say, you keep showing up even when you don't feel like you're getting anything. You keep showing up even when it feels like it's it has no purpose. By the way, if I'm stumbling over my words, I really just feel like I don't know how to speak anymore. <laughs> I'm really not that sleep deprived. Like this baby is a really decent night sleeper, but I just, words just 
uh, evade me. I, they're hard to find. So, uh, that's if there's a lot, a lot of pauses going on, that's what's happening. I don't know if any of you feel me. I'm sure you pregnant mamas feel me. Um, postpartum mamas, probably just any mamas, right? Um, the children just take, uh, some of our brain capacity in it. <laughs> I hope it comes back soon. That's all I know. Okay. Um, but anyways, you show up. So I showed up for my time with God every day consistently throughout the year. Um, there was very little times that was not true. And that is what we do even when there feels like there's nothing there. So I'm so proud of that. Um, because that's how we grow with God. Um, okay. The next thing that I felt like I was proud of that I overcame is just kind of what I just shared is that I pushed so hard through so much pressure all year. Like really, like, again, just looking back, I just feel like, whoa, I did all of that. How am I alive? (laughs) Like that was so much. (laughs) That was so much. And I just feel so proud that I pushed through and I really can feel this strength, this new strength in me from going through all of that. Um, and so I just feel really proud of myself for overcoming that and, and pushing. Um, and with that, just kind of a, a tag onto that is there were so many times I wanted to give up, whether it was, I wanted to not follow through with the podcast, or I wanted to not follow through with my ministry role at church, or I didn't want to show up for my kids, or I didn't want to work on my house, which I'm sure I lacked a lot of that. I honestly don't even remember what my house was like the last year. Pretty sure that was one of the areas I kind of let go of. It's funny how fuzzy that is. Probably my brain blocking it out. So I don't have to remember how yucky it got, (laughs) but and being pregnant is so hard to like even just sweep the floor when you're pregnant. So, you know, all you mamas out there, give yourself some grace, please, please. Um, but I, you know, wanted to give up on so many things or when I was scared, right? Like I talked about how I had my first in-person speaking engagements and there was multiple throughout the year. And that also included emceeing at my church, which, um, sounds like something small compared to like doing a whole speaking engagement. But when I'm in front of the people that I like respect most in my life and they're going to see me week in and week out, that was more terrifying than the other speaking engagements, <laughs> just going and doing the announcements at church. Um, so I was terrified of that. Again, it's not, um, something that comes that feels natural. Like, um, people tell me that it looked natural, which praise the Lord for that because it did not feel natural. It did not feel like that's what I want to do, but I did it. I did it scared. I did it not being comfortable with it. And I'm so proud of myself for doing that. And, I just pushed. So, so proud of myself. Um, I guess another tag onto that, these all kind of tie together, but, um, I also just tried new things I never thought I wanted to do. So again, just speaking engagements, emceeing, um, even just like staff meetings for, um, being in ministry. Like I just so deeply respect my pastors and the leaders in our church. And so just being in those meetings, like with these high caliber people, I just, they feel scary and I don't always want to say something or, um, even I feel like I shouldn't be in that room, you know, if anyone knows that feeling. And so I'm just proud of myself for showing up again and again. And, um, you know, in the past, I think I just would have, uh, not been there. Like it's been like, Oh, they probably don't need me here. Uh, I don't know if I'm of a use. So maybe I just won't, I won't be in this role. I won't, I won't do this, but I pushed through and I did it even though it felt uncomfortable. And so I'm just so proud of myself for that. That's another thing I overcame. Um, now I also feel like marriage was a good category. So it was far from perfect. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that soon. 
And I don't even know if my husband would necessarily feel the difference, but I knowing in the past where I've been, I feel like I did a good job for what the year was with all of the pressure, with the pregnancy, with the move. I feel like I was uh, able to be more present and love my husband. It's like, I feel like I just learned better this year, how to love him for exactly who he is, exactly where he's at. And just instead of, you know, constantly looking to him for blame, or I wish he would do this or be that. Now I still struggle with those things. Um, but I feel like overall I, I grew in my capacity to love him for him. And that feels huge to me. And again, I don't know that it's visible yet on the outside, but I for sure think it's an internal change that eventually, if not yet, if it's not there yet, eventually will show the fruit on the outside. And so I am, um, yeah, just something really important to me that I was actually looking back. That was my area of focus for this year. And so, um, while there are areas I, I lacked within that marriage, um, I am proud of myself for that capacity. So, and then another area, lastly, that I feel like I did well in is just finding time to rest. Like throughout it all, I, I really, um, especially in, in the end of the year when, with the move coming up and just, Oh, so much going on. I really uh, guarded my time to rest so that I could have the capacity to do all of it. Um, and so I, you know, spent a lot of time just even like silly things like shopping for the house. And um, some of that was like needing to be productive and some of it was just restful and exciting. And, and so I really guarded that rest. And so I'm proud of that because that is so important. Okay. Next, next question for you. Those are my things. Go do your things. What are you proud of? What'd you overcome? What'd you accomplish? What, what did you just kill? What'd you kick in the butt? Write it all down. Nothing too big, nothing too small. Okay. Next question you're going to want to work through is what was hard. Okay. So what challenges did you face? Where did it get a little sticky? What did you, maybe, maybe you describe it as you failed in. Again, I don't believe that's failure, but you can, if that's what you call it. Um, where were you at with the hard things? So for me, discipline. So yes, I pushed through the hard things, which does require some discipline, but it's, it's more in like the little things like, like I'm talking about with the house. I didn't have discipline with the house, um, exercise. I was really wanting to like get into exercise this year. Now I had a lot of issues with my hips in the pregnancy, but I, I don't know. There probably could have been some more discipline there. So there wasn't that, um, I, you know, just in general, feel like I kind of lacked on the discipline in the little areas. Um, part of it, I do feel like was like the capacity I had was missing, but I know, I know that I know that I know that I have more capacity and a, and a, a more of a calling to be more disciplined in all of the little things. And so that was something that looking back, I'm like, mm, yeah, I, I could have done better here. And this is something really important to me that I want to keep growing in. So that's a big focus for the next year, which I'll talk about. But okay. Another thing that was hard is friendships. So overall, I feel like I am, um, just more than ever surrounded by people that I want to be friends with, that I love them and they're amazing. And, uh, we're running in the same direction in life. And, you know, like I, there's so much, so much potential there, but I feel like I didn't do well at making time for those friendships. I didn't prioritize them. You know, I would sometimes prioritize my rest even too much. Um, because, and I'm, I'm realizing this looking back, like 
you know, I was so tired and wanting that time alone and I'm an introvert. And so when things feel a lot of pressure, feel like a lot of pressure and feel like there's too much, I kind of just, uh, end up hiding out. I kind of just end up going in a hole and just spending all my extra time alone because it just feels better. But I know I need friendships. I need that accountability. I need that person to help me know that I'm loved and I'm not alone. Like I, I need that. We all need that. And so just looking back, I really wish I would have prioritized those friendships more and, and just spent more time investing in that. So I will, um, that is again, a focus that I'm going to be leaning into for the next year, which I'll, I'll go into. Um, another thing that was hard is just making time for everyone and my family and myself. Um, I, I did prioritize rest, but just all of it just felt so limited with what I had to pour out. And so, um, just looking back, just, there wasn't enough moments with my kids. There wasn't, um, it was hard to figure out how to kind of lean into just people that I kind of speak into their life. And we have that kind of relationship. It was hard to find time for that. So I just feel like I struggled to find the right balance in all of that. And balance, not meaning it's equal. Um, it doesn't need to be like 50% here and 50% here to even out the scales perfectly. Right. It's just figuring out for that season, what that looks like. And I, I, I don't know that I did it well. Um, I feel like there is more that I need to figure out how to do that well and figure out what that balance for me looks like in each season. Um, another thing that was hard, um, was my anger. Unfortunately, man, I was so bummed because I just had had so many breakthroughs, so many good years. God had just set me free in so many ways. Um, and I do think the pregnancy contributed to it, but it's no excuse. Um, I, I know that in any situation, like we have a choice how we respond and there are situations that make it harder to make those good choices and respond, uh, allow the spirit to flow through us. But we ultimately always have that choice. Now, we're always going to mess up too. So we don't need to be like beating ourselves up. However, pregnancy is not an excuse to say, oh, well, that's why I was angry and it's okay. Um, I really just um, feel like I lost it more with my kids, with my husband. It just, those those explosions, nothing like it was years ago, but still they came more often, um, and they were more intense than they had been in, in the past couple of years. And so I was really bummed by that. Um, but again, moving forward, I know, I know I'm going to keep working on it. I know God has more for me and um, I'm just excited to continue to lean into the spirit for more healing in that and more, more breakthrough. So just to encourage you too, if there's any area of your life that you're like, wait a minute, I feel like I figured this out. I feel like I, I got through this and I was on the other side of it. And here it is again, like that is normal. Uh, actually the enemy kind of works in that way is he's going to take those same things you struggled with. And, um, again and again in different ways in each season, put them back in your face. Um, and so it is super normal to struggle with that. And it doesn't mean that you have gone back to the beginning. You haven't grown. This is like a, a new version of it. Like my pastor described it before, like it's like a spiral. So it's coming back at you. You're, you're, it's that same issue coming back, but you've spiraled, you've gone down a loop. So that whole loop is like a, a time of growth, a time of change. And so that issue that you're facing, you're not the same person as when you faced it the first time or the second time or the third time. So don't be discouraged. Um, just know that, okay, here's another loop. Let's, let's make a ton of growth. So the next time this comes back around, I'm even stronger. And this is, this is even less of an issue. So be encouraged, encourage yourself. 
Okay. Um, last little thing is I failed at my 12 books in 12 months. Ah, I've been trying. I don't know how many times I've tried to do this. I think just twice, maybe more, but I really wanted to read 12 books in 12 months, which is really not that much for some people. I feel like once I started saying this, I started hearing about people that read like 20 books in one month or one week. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And even my husband, I told him my goal and he was not reading at the time. And now once I said that, he started reading a lot and he passed me like times a million. And I'm like, argh. <laughs> so I think instead of reading, I would be shopping for like, you know, our remodeling or things for the house we needed or whatever. And so you're getting ideas on Pinterest or whatever. Um, so I'm going to try again this year. I'm not giving up on this goal. I, I did it for the first six months. I was strong for the first six and then I fell off. So, uh, we'll see what this year holds. Okay. So those are mine. Go assess what was hard. Don't be hard on yourself, but be honest and just let God guide you. All right. The last question I have for you, um, is as you look at all of this, you look at everything you just reviewed, you look at everything that came up for you, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, what do you believe that God is calling you to in this next year? So you can, um, just, you know, spend some time in prayer over this. You can look at the list, lists, multiple lists. I don't know how to say that word, uh, plural list. <laughs> that you just created. You can look over those and see what, what stands out, like what, what jumps out at you as something that, you know, this year, the focus needs to be on it. And uh, like, for me, a lot of those come from that, that list of things that were hard, but it's not everything that was hard. You know, I, I want to do the books, but I know it's not a focus. I want to, um, work on, or some other examples, um, making time for everyone, but it's not a main focus. And so just, just see what God highlights in all of that. Okay. So for me, what stood out is first of all, discipline in all things. This is a word that really God has been putting on my heart for a while. Um, and I don't know that I've really grown in it again. I can do the big things. I can, I can follow through with the podcast, which does obviously require some discipline. Um, I can follow through with like these, these bigger things, but it's all those little things that I struggle to follow through with, like getting to bed on time, like picking up my clothes every day, like doing the dishes when I don't want to right? the crumbs on the floor, all of these little things. And I'll have seasons where I'm good at it, which usually isn't more than a couple weeks, but then I fall off again. And it's really kind of related to this all or nothing mentality I have where it's like, oh, I messed up. So I might as well just not do it at all. Right. If I can't do it perfectly every day, then I'm not going to do it at all. And I need to get that out of my head. And I need to really just work on doing the best I can every day. And right now it feels good. Um, I'll check in with you in a few months, but because I have feel like so little time and so little capacity with these three kids and this newborn and just trying to figure out this new life, um, I feel like I'm, I'm doing well at it because I'm doing everything I can. It's hard because it's not perfect. And maybe this is what's good for me is because I can't get all the things done. It's right now impossible with just how much time I have. Um, especially because I guard my nights. Like once the kids go to bed, I guard that time before I go to bed. I just need that. And so I do not like do things for the house, maybe like a tiny little bit thing here or there. But for the most part, I do not do things for the house because I need that rest time. And so anyways, I, I just feel like I am pushing really hard and it feels good to push hard and not have it perfect and be still pushing. Cause usually when it doesn't end up perfect, I just stop pushing. So discipline. So this year I feel like it's discipline and exercise. I really, that's something I really am 
needing to focus on this year. Um, and it scares me a little bit because uh, I've not been consistent in that in a long time. And yeah, so that house, those are the main, main areas of discipline. There's, there's other little ones too, but those are the main things. So that's my first one. Um, along with that, I also wrote leaving behind that all or nothing mentality, um, especially with food, exercise, home, all of that kind of thing. I can do it with food too. Like I'm like, well, I'm not eating healthy, so I'm just going to eat all the junk or I am eating healthy and I do really well. But then it's like, as soon as I eat something unhealthy, it's like, oh, might as well just eat all the unhealthy things. So got to get rid of that mindset. By the way, if you are on a similar boat of wanting to figure out that, like getting rid of that all or nothing mentality with food or exercise, um, I started listening to this podcast again that I, I found or heard about years ago, but um, it's called, oh shoot, what is it called? It is called, let me pull it up, um, Food Freedom, I think. Let me see. Nope. Okay. It's called Fuel, F-U-E-L, Fuel Her Awesome. Um, it's Jessica Brown is the, the podcaster and it's so great. She's amazing and loves Jesus and, um, just helps you figure out how to get to that middle ground. I haven't listened to a ton yet, but the ones I have, I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I'm needing. So, um, just a little recommendation there. Okay. So the next thing I have that I really want to focus on this year, um, is my, I've already talked about this a lot, but home, my routines, my consistency, my systems. I'm all about it right now. I'm so excited. I've been here before. So excited all about it. I think actually the start of last year was in the same place, but this year I hope, uh, I hope we can, uh, maintain that throughout the year, right? This is a spiral, right? Every, every time you try it again, like you're, you're a different person, you're stronger, you've learned things. So here we go again. I'm excited to try and that's, that's another thing is like, don't be scared. Even if you feel like you've quote unquote failed so many times, don't be scared to get back on and try again, because again, you are a different person. And that's like, that's, it just takes courage. It, that's how you become the person you want to be is to try again and again and again, even when it doesn't work out well. And so have that courage to do it again. Um, let me lend you some of my courage as I tell you about this. And so now I'll have to tell all of you if it doesn't work out again, right? Okay. But I'm going to do it again. And I'm so excited. Okay. Um, there's a couple other little things, but the last one is just prioritizing friendships. I've already just been kind of fighting for this. Like there are, you know, days where I, um, I want to have a friend over or a friend wants to come over and hang out and they offer to come hang out with their kids and have a play date. And normally that's like easy, but in this season, it's, it feels like, I don't know, extra stressful, extra, something extra to do. And it's like, we're already just scrambling to get through the day. And, um, and even if it's like during my, in the middle of the day when everyone has a nap and that's like a time I guard so sacredly, but even when it's that, I've been saying yes, because I know I have to make it a priority. I know I'm going to have to make sacrifices in order to invest in these friendships. And so I have been trying to already begin that and it's been good so far. So I'm going to try and make that a year of it. And that also is going to mean like sacrificing some of my nights. That's again, something I guard so sacredly. And so it's hard to give up that time, but I know I need these friendships and I know I'm going to have to make sacrifices to get them. Okay. So that's, for, that's me. So I want to know, what about you? 
what does God say? Um, I want you to just go sit with a cup of coffee or some tea, put on some worship music. Or if you're like me, I just love to sit in complete silence. Um, put on a cozy fire, uh, if it's cold where you are and just allow God to reveal all of this to you. Just invite him into this process. Um, just get ready for an exciting year. And this is where it begins is when we just spend some time reflecting and letting the Holy Spirit speak to us. So let me just pray for you. God, I thank you for a new start. I thank you for a brand new year, Lord. We are so excited for what you have for us. God, I just pray over every mama that's listening, Lord, that you would give her excitement over the next year. No matter what she walked through in the last year, no matter what she's carrying, God, I pray that you would just give her a new hope, a fresh wind, new energy, new breath, God, for this next year, God, and that you would help her start it off with just courage and your peace and just um, excitement about the plans that you have for her. Lord, because they are so great, Lord. And I pray you would give her a glimpse of those plans, Lord, as she unpacks the last year and she looks to the next, Lord. Um, and so we just thank you, God, that you just always have more waiting for us, Lord. And it's always better, better than we can imagine. And I just, I just praise your name, God. You're so good. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.